Yo, we back once again, 80s, 90s, and 2000s vibes podcast. I'm your host, Trial Burrow, as always, with my crew, Matt Corbin and Lee Boy and Jamal. What's good with y'all this week? Chilling, fellas. What's up? What's up with the energy? What's up with the energy, y'all? Hey, nah, you know what kind of energy we are? I'm on that cowboy. It's October and it's hot. That's why I'm pissed. It's 90 degrees. It's October 4th. Right. It's that mother nature, global warming. That's why I'm man, y'all, y'all niggas inside. Hey, I'm just I'm just checking the energy with y'all too, because my energy way up. You know what I'm saying? Cowboy about to be dirty, you know what I'm saying? On them niners. (laughs) I ain't mad at it, man. I just mad. But so what is the god damn? Damn, that weak ass energy y'all coming with. Come on, dog. Let's get to this episode 103, man. Shit. NBA yeah. back. The That's topics cool. is back. We back, baby. Ah! Oh, not oh, yet. Really? But yeah, like I said, it's a nice shit. Got a lot. How was y'all day, man? How is y'all week going so far? Man, I'm feeling blessed, man. My company just got bought out. So it's like everybody in the office is scrambled. They just like, <laughs> we gonna we gonna make it this past month. <laughs> I know I'm good. I'm valuable. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody valuable like your boy. But uh, nah, man. So um, you know, life is good. You know, every day's a struggle. Every day's a struggle. I don't know. What's up with y'all, man? Yeah, we we black. You know that shit kind of dangerous. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, man, dangerous my, my, waters my, right now. My, my day, I right, man. My days always go pretty smooth. Especially, I guess it's like that when you don't work with somebody, man. When you don't work for nobody, bro, it's it's I'm 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 always be happy as long as I'm able to make money, not have to clock in no more. But it's also stressful because there's a lot of pressure. Meaning, if I don't get off my ass and, and, and hustle, and you are, you ain't gonna eat, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. So it's it's a good pressure and a bad pressure at the same time. That's what but I do. Though. I got two kids. They, you know, they relying on the niggas. <laughs> they relying. I already know. On I gotta come through. So, hey, I you gotta get. In, in fact, that's just a shout out to everybody. Y'all blow up the damn podcast and stop playing. You know, eighty yeah. ninety. Yeah, bro. How your week been going? Somebody. Been cool, man. You know, just uh dealing with a death in the family and um tomorrow's the actual uh, funeral. So I just been never no, chilling. Man, we saw for your loss, man. Everybody yeah. out there, all the fans, all the supporters, man. Y'all send, y'all keep trying to borrow in y'all prayers, send them good energy, healing energy. You know what I'm saying? The process this and get through it, man. We here with you, dog. We rocking with you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. It's always, a, you know, a reminder to love on those people close to you, man, and just cherish the time you have with people because you never know, man. Like, it's getting younger and younger. So pray for us. Pray for yourself. Pray for your loved ones, everyone around you. God bless. Facts. Facts. For the rest. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's get in. Let's get into it. Let's get into some dry snitching, yeah. man. You can't plan, you know, things like that, but you can plan. Like Jamal said, some dry snitching. Uh, KVD, if you did not know, the 1996 <laughs> murder of He's in the process of possibly being indicted. He done ran his mouth on Vlad TV. Anybody who put a camera in front of him told us he wrote, was a, wrote a book, wrote, wrote a tell all book. book. And now, yeah, they done went in the crib, looked into the bullet, and now he may be going down facing one count of murder, fellas. So what you... And we just seen him in the courtroom, right? Look, man, Keefy... What is it? Keefy D? Keefy D? I didn't hear so many... I'm calling him <laughs> Keefy, because Keefy just sound like a little... I ain't gonna lie, right? Keefy, like, what? I'm not, I'm not doing that. Mr. D. Um, <laughs> <pause>. <laughs> bruh, bruh, you too old, man. 
you didn't beat like it's, it just it just hurts because we didn't talk about this already on the pod right but it's like once you already beat it like this i don't there ain't no statute of limitations and stuff in some states on murder so he was never going to be officially you know exonerated for life but it's like you are a clout chasing 60 year old mofo bro what is going on with you man that you just had to let everyone know you was in the car you saw Pac get killed. You saw him doing the Harlem Shake. You saw, uh, he says, it's so much story. Like, after we're hearing from it now, right? We've, we've heard that he's telling, that he's told his story, and that he's going down, uh, and he's been indicted. If you go back and look at the footage, it's like, how come this shit wasn't put together 10, 15 years ago, if not earlier than that? It's just, um, you know, it's just sad to see someone go out like this for the clout. Because it happens actually every day, I mean, with people committing crimes online. But to retroactively <laughs> indict yourself, come on, brother. It's like, Try, where's uh, the street code? What This is supposed to be the 80s, 90s, 2005. Like, from our era, there's no way you're going to go back and talk about it. Like, Diddy ain't saying, right, let me let me stop talking. So, <laughs> go ahead, because Diddy ain't saying nothing. I saw um an interview last night actually with uh Napoleon from the Outlaws and he was on all the dialogue. All the dialogue. Yeah, and and he's he's saying how he feels like in his opinion that the because Keefe was talking was going around on all these different platforms talking about it for so many years he wrote a book about it he feels like like he was like actually like making fun of the LAPD and mm-hmm. you know it, they felt compelled now after twenty seven years to arrest him in the case and, and, you know, um, actually do their job, which they should have been doing 27 years ago and finding the killer. And, um, I, I, he don't believe it. He don't really feel like if, um, they would have done anything if Keefe wasn't on these platforms talking about it. But I think, um, to, to talk about it for so many years now and like, and then he has like, they raided his house, his wife's house and they got like a whole bunch of laptops and cell phones and, bullet shells and like i don't understand um he was almost like an obsessed fan he had like a a, a, a tin full of pictures of Pac and the the vibe magazine issue and he felt it was like he was like an, an obsessed fan and he was going around bragging about that he um him and his nephew killed Pac. and i don't understand but i i, I, wanna, I feel mm-hmm. no i want to ask y'all because i'm from the south and we got uh, two New Yorkers and a West Coast guy out here. What, what's the energy on each coast? What, what, after all this happened, and from Biggie and Pop getting murdered to now, what's been the energy on each coast? Well, we, we, I mean, I can speak from uh, for New York. We loved him. We loved Pop. Like, we was right. always bumping Pop. We, we always supported him, anything he was doing. Even when the, the whole coastal beef was going on, we, we supported him. I supported him, his music. I was a fan of him, you know, back with uh when he came out with the same song with uh Digital Underground and you know, um every movie came out um what I saw and and you know that that I wasn't caught in the middle of that coastal feud. That was just a feud that I looked at between Pac and Biggie and I supported both Death Row and Bad Boys. So, you know, when that happened, we had a lot of people over here that were jumping on the bandwagon and they were picking sides. Either you were for Bad Boy or you were for Death Row. But um, when he died, I, I remember it was a Friday night. It was actually Friday the thirteenth that we got the news um in ninety six that he passed away, and it was raining that night, and um it was a sad day because we lost the legend. And then when 
when Biggie passed away, the same thing with that. And, and but we knew it was like a retaliation thing with both of them, and, and um, we lost two legends in the process. But I, I think we need we need to um some closure on both cases. I, I feel like if you know, Ishak not even said this that if um once you solve the Pac case, we solve Biggie's case as well, and I think we need closure on that. You can add to that, uh, Matt. East Coast. Nah, yeah, I think he's right. Like I said, yeah, growing up, I remember a lot of people, they was playing Tupac in households when I was young. Obviously, I'm a little younger than Triborough, so I don't recall. Obviously, when Pac actually passed, but yeah, my whole childhood, he was definitely- about Friday the 13th, like, oh, he yeah, got right. I was about to say, I, I, don't even think I, was, I don't even think I was two when that went down, so I was in a crib somewhere, you know, mashed potatoes. But yeah, like you said, yeah, the music is <laughs> big. And then even, you know, People say, oh, he's from the West Coast. Oh, he's from Baltimore, all of these things. I personally always thought it was dope. Like I said, the artist that he was. But yeah, just generally speaking, the whole situation here is kind of crazy. Because it's like, yeah, well, how many murders can you think of that would have happened in these places, the Vegas Strip, and even biggest that would just go unsolved for almost 30 years? Now, I always just felt like the whole East Coast, West Coast beef is just contrived. Like, we love Biggie. They love Pac. And... I think uh, magazines just needed something to sell, like because the magazines was, was was hitting back then, like before the blogs. It was the goddamn source. It was what else? Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word, word of mouth was really it because people I wasn't was in Walmart enough. buying all them shits, bro. Mm. Reading all them bullshit articles. <laughs> like mm. just imagine what we're going through right now with the blogs and all in the social media. Same thing was happening back then. It just looked a little bit different. And it really just got us talking about East Coast. What I love the locks. I love Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes was my first favorite rapper, probably. So I never had a delineation there between East Coast, West Coast rap. I just loved rap. Um, so I always just thought it was all contrived and made up. And probably, you know, just points to a couple of people that just had beef and wanted to take over the music game. Man, Keefe D probably would have been able to get a little bit older than he was and pass away if he wouldn't have been taunt before like I said the LAPD and and the LVPD doing all these black interviews, all the dialogue interviews, writing the tell all book. That nigga got a house in Las Vegas. He's still living right around the corner. Right around the corner from <laughs> like 10 minutes from where where it happened at, bro. Like from the strip. Like I fam, been you gone, bro. <laughs> Oh, it, it, it ain't no, it ain't no statue of limitation in Vegas. So I think they was, oh, I think they would be like, I think they was like, man, fuck, all right, fam. You see how you playing with us? All right, we got y'all. Keep doing, do one more art of dialogue interview, nigga. Please. And they said Art of the Dialogue was like the reason why, and they kind of like boasted that, oh, we the reason why he got indicted. Did you see that? Him and Vlad, yeah. him and Vlad, yo. He like the yeah, black, they, they black. said no. They said no, it wasn't Vlad. It was more us. Like, yeah, Vlad went on Piers Morgan and was pretty much like, nah, I ain't helped them. Like, they came to me, but I ain't helped. He was trying to, honestly, Vlad made it his business to let y'all know he ain't snitch, which I thought was kind of funny. I'm like, bro, you 50 and you always say you not street. We don't care. You can't, you can't make a, a grown-ass man snitch. Oh, he, 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 bro, at the end of the day, because Vlad and Art all the dialogue paid them dudes to do those interviews, right? Yeah. Like, man, you don't got to do shit you don't want to do. You want the money and the attention. Look, man, the nigga who killed, in my opinion, in my unprofessional opinion, the nigga who actually shot Tupac dead. Because Right. From no, what, that's his cousin. What, right. From what I've heard is that Orlando Anderson wasn't nobody to be putting your hands on. Like, even 
fuck. Even some death row cats were saying, man, that little dude's about his business. Like most of the real know? niggas is dead, bro. You can't go yeah. around hitting people, knocking people out, shooting people. Yeah. And, and, and somebody's gonna day, eventually get in you, man. Bro, bro, and, and, and I know we all love the conspiracy theories because they fun, right? They like they they make good topics, but at the end of the most of the time, like it, it's a saying my mom used to always say, bro. Jamal, most of the time the simple answer would be the right answer. And to me, the answer was Tupac just put his hands and feet on a killer. And the other three cats that was in the car with Kiffy D, they did. So he he the only ones left alive. Man, I think Orlando Anderson killed Tupac, and I think a lot of everybody do. But all y'all killed Tupac at this point. Is uh, them three other them three other niggas dead? So you did it since you going do interviews and shit. So he's sixty years old, dumbest. bro. Bro, that's yes. the dumbest. You got away with it, bro. Like you could keep that story. You could be a let. You could just sell your 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 aura, your status, and be around just being known as that. You don't have exactly. to come out and confess it to the world. <laughs> like, exactly. Everybody already know you could have you could have been Diddy's right hand man. Just like we don't know what the connection was. We don't know. And, and like you said, it's probably he just put his hands on the wrong person, right? But yeah. he has a certain uh, allure or a folklore within the hip hop industry that he can that he could definitely um, exploit for money other than just telling the story. So it's just sad to see him go out like that because his cousin, that one that actually did it, is already gone. He died like two years now. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, he died. Snitching on your dead cousin. <laughs> he died. He died like Didn't two years after it happened. That's why. Yeah, he, he said Man, he, was... he put all his all his uh, all his criminality on his dead cousin. That's what you're doing, bro. You tripping? Last bro. question before going. we move on, fellas. How many years you think, assuming that he actually goes down for this? How many years you think they'll actually give him for this? Needs to be 40. for life. He needs to go for good. Like yeah. make a statement with him. And 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 who's to say that you know if we get a trial? Because I heard people saying if we get a trial, it'll be the biggest trial since OJ. Who's to say that he won't snitch on Diddy and other people that's that's allegedly involved? I keep hearing Man. Diddy's name. I don't know why, man. Did he, bro? Did he? I'm telling well, you, I mean, nothing gonna happen to Puff. This, man. this other, this other, like videos and stuff where they connect Diddy to how he met um Keith, and then the um the the other gangster Zip. I think Zip is um passed away also. Yeah, he dead too. Yeah. Everybody dead, bro. The only person because all this happened because New, uh, New York uh, got a version of like what's his name? He the gangster in New York that they, they used to extort all the rappers. Patient uh, Jack. Patient Jack. Yeah. yeah. He he got that aura around him too. But he don't talk. He shut the fuck up. Right. Like everybody know he a gangster. He he let people think what they wanted to think about him. Patient Jack in uh DR. He yeah. he he talked, but he talked only so much. He don't he don't go going crazy about it. He'll be like, Man, I feel like top Pac hurt me thinking that I would do that to him. You know what I'm saying? Or some shit like that. Or some the people, some people they got some people who love him. That's all I'm gonna say. Haitian Jack know how to do it. <laughs> That's so really it. Um, well, yeah, man, so, yeah, he he gone, he gone, bro. He's six years old. It's over. No, no, yeah, he he need to go ahead and just do life, or because ain't nobody to snitch on unless like he go the Diddy route. <laughs> I mean, I keep right. hearing that too, but I keep Yo. hearing that too. But it's like um, you know everybody else dead, so go ahead and serve that, bro. 
Yeah, take that. I think he will. Maybe not, but yeah, definitely yeah, to keep D and anybody else out there. If you get away with it 20 some years later, you just just show up Instagram and every yeah. where else with his camera, right? And can you can you can you blame that on young people? No, your old ass know better than that. You was nah, around he, for he, all he this shit. Kids, you you done been through way too much for anybody to have this talk with you. Are you kidding me? You need to have this talk with Jesus because that's the only person I mean as far as age. Right. Don't even say this around your phone. I wouldn't even say pocket nah, name around yeah, any it. electronics. Like, come on. See, <laughs> Jesus cool. probably, Jesus off, probably up. Jesus cool. probably up there like, like uh, I don't want. Yeah. I don't know. Who Tupac? Yeah, he, he make good music. No, no, <laughs> don't talk about that. But fellas, moving on to somebody who we do talk about, I'm sure y'all been hearing it because every lady and a lot of fellas apparently been spending their life savings and a liver to get there. Uh, the Beyonce Renaissance tour is finished. Last stop was here in Kansas City, and they already trying to put out an IMAX movie. Uh, fellas, what you think? What y'all hear about the tour? Do you think Beyonce's as great? And we're not trying to get the beehive on. It's just what did y'all think of the tour? Oh, I got nothing bad to say about the high. Go I mean, you from uh, Houston, sir. You got to have some oh, <laughs> in nah, Houston, not from. Yeah. In yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta travel life, man. Uh, nah, <laughs> fam. The, bro, you know what's crazy about Beyonce? She's she come. I I've heard that she's very shy and very reserved. So I'm interested to see how they're gonna put it all together. Are we gonna see like Beyonce humanized? I'm and I'm not saying that we don't already see her humanized, right? But she's quite she's reserved. You don't see much about Beyonce. Even when she posts on Instagram, maybe stuff from the tour, a promotional stuff. She don't even put captions on her posts. So I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I honestly want to see more of Beyonce, like personal. Well, I know her and Hope, but just that's just how they are. But we hear Hope talk a lot more than Beyonce. I, we don't. How many sit down interviews have y'all seen Beyonce do by herself? I was not having this conversation. She don't talk like uh, yeah. she hasn't talked in like ten years. Yeah, when, when she <laughs> was in a girl, when she when she was when in Destiny's Child, right? Easy. Yeah, when she was with <laughs> Destiny's Child, Oprah easy show. to talk. When it's two other girls, but you know what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm interested to see if they, if we gonna get Beyonce talking. Well, I see what her process, how she think, how she go about doing things. That's that's what I want to see. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. I got my hot take right now. Since, oh, since we mentioned, okay. since we mentioned okay. Beyonce, my my hot take now. A lot of people in recent years they compare, you know, Queen Bay to Michael Jackson. And my question to y'all <laughs> is: Is Beyonce on the same level as Michael Jackson? To me, she is. Why is that? Why do you? Why do you because feel like she? she is. Cause she the full package, bro. Michael Jackson was the full package. Sing, dance, entertain, longevity. Act. They can act a little bit and get on film. No longevity, bro. Beyonce been at it since she was not. Michael Jackson started when he was what five. Yeah, but she was on Star Search too. Yeah, back in and, the day. And we first uh, found out about Beyonce when she was like sixteen. She Beyonce like what forty now. Yeah, and bro, you, you know you know how much shape she got to be in to do that every night, bro. She she got it, bro. And I'm not being biased. I'm a Beyonce it. fan. Yeah, I'm a Beyonce fan, bro. But I don't. I think Taylor Swift fucking overrated. <laughs> but that's me. 
And I'm so fucking tired of seeing Taylor Swift. God damn, can I get my? I'm football? about to come out my t-shirts. Don't hate too much. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, I think like try, the bro. Kansas City Swifties, you out there, bro? Bro, the NFL changed their bio to uh, Kansas City two and zero as Swifties. And now I'm like, nah. oh yeah, the, the gig is up. The gig is up. Nah, but I, if she try, if she's not on his level, she pretty damn close. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't think I wouldn't say that she's on his level. I think she definitely has a, a opportunity to get there, the possibility of getting there and everything. I would never hate on that. I'm a real big. I'm a what is it? I'm a, in the beehive. I'm big on Beyonce. Uh, I'm big on MJ as well, too. I just would say, like, you know, the next level is people actually falling out at the concert, like dying. You know what I'm saying? Like carried out crying. I think and, those, I think those people are weird, by the way. Yeah, like, but hey, they're coming out and they somehow got that money to, to get that MJ ticket from in the right. 1980s and they was getting carried out the concert. So I do believe, you know, she has the same type of fanfare and she is our generation's version. There is no other person I think that's our generation's version as far uh, as pa- apparently it's Taylor Swift. Fuck. Nah, uh-huh. she can't even dance. She can't even sing, bro. She can't sing, dance. She definitely can't act. I would never watch. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, and, she, and, she, and she ain't got no ass. Yeah. <laughs> so what you say, MJ had ass? No, play. Um, oh, shit. Compare, oh, you compare it. We was comparing them to MJ. You started uh, comparing yeah, them to. I, I, set, I set myself <laughs> up for that one. Yeah, yeah, I said my. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just say no. I'm going to say no. She's good, no. like I said. But I'm going to say my reason for no is that I feel like a lot of times with the older artists, especially ones we have, like Ray Charles is one who comes to mind. I think of the amount of records and the allure they was able to build up in their era, if you take into account like how inflation, social media, and all that stuff, I don't think it's comparable. Like Michael Jackson having people falling out of side, the amount of records he sold in his lifetime is disgusting. Like I think of Imagine, you know what I mean, in the streaming era, he probably would have did, like I don't know off the top of your head, what's the number after a trillion? Whatever that is, Mike would have hit it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we don't count that high because we don't worry about it. But if Mike was here, we might be, you know, counting that high. That's my take on it. Thank you, man. What what you think? Well, I I mean, I grew up with Michael. Like, I grew up when Thriller came out. So he was, that was like my introduction to him before, you know, Jackson 5 and, you know, um, all that other stuff. And, And just seeing, like, how he could just come out on stage in Budapest and stand there for like 10 minutes and not saying anything and people just silence faint. Yeah. They faint, they crying. I've never seen no other celebrity. They, it didn't happen with Prince or Madonna. It didn't happen with Chris Brown, you know, right. or Taylor Swift. I don't see that even now in this era where there's, there's a lot of great artists, you know what I'm saying? But Michael was just different. He was just like on a, on a different planet. And then so, like, I remember like being, being a kid and, and with each album, they would go premiere his, his videos on network TV. Like right after the Simpsons come on, they play black or white. And we I remember having a conversation. I think I was like in sixth grade. And we had a conversation about that, like seeing the black or white um long version video and how it made so much controversy because like he was he was like touching himself or whatever. And the people a lot of people didn't like that. And they had to like shorten the video. <laughs> and, and you know, he, he, he was feeling like, on himself though. <laughs> He was like breaking. He was like on top of standing on top of the the, the uh, police car and breaking the windows. And then you had like the tiger coming out, and it was it was just crazy. And and seeing the world premiere for bad, the bad video on uh, CBS when that came out back in the day, and, and you know that that don't happen now. You don't have all this. So made a video on network TV. So if Michael was one, where do y'all have Beyonce? I think Beyonce. 
like like Lee Boy said, I think Beyonce, she's gonna be there. She because to me she's like the, her, uh, where do you have her? Like ranking? I got them yeah. one and two. If you're talking about performer, like R and B, I got a, I got them one and I got them one and two too, bro. Like, are we saying R and B rap or just performers like all music pop. genres? Yeah, pop, pop, pop. yeah, pop. We'll do all, all of the above. I got a one and two too. I, I I got a top five though because Madonna to me was. I know you good. fucking lying. No, yes, Madonna. I, I grew, remember I grew up on these artists like Madonna. Oh, Prince, I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? Like like. Oh, I'll put James Brown there. I'll maybe put someone like that up there. I don't know about Beyonce. Been running since '98, bro. It's 2023. Madonna, everything Madonna did, like everything Madonna did back in the '80s, Rihanna copied off of her. Beyonce copied off her. Taylor, it's been done already. Like Madonna did sex books. She did movies. She did TV, everything. It's been done already. Madonna can't dance with Beyonce. No, she don't. No, neither can Prince. And 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 a lot of people say that he's titties, better than man. Michael. <laughs> hey, but <laughs> hey, but I would say one difference between you know Beyonce too and Mike. And we we supposed to be talking about the tour. We are still talking about it. I think kind of, but yeah, yeah. Like everyone loved Mike. There's some people that hate Beyonce, bro. There's some Beyonce. Why though? What's the what's the I don't problem? know. I don't know. I think it's uh, the fans. I don't think it's just she's Beyonce. Quiet, bro. I think she's it's quiet. The fans, you know? No, 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 she is, but I think it's just even that to your point. Michael Jackson, at least was, some he seems like, he, like I think. talk to, to Michael people for like even the way you know Beyonce and Jay-Z, there's a lot of people that don't like the way that they've isolated themselves. I personally that. respect it because I understand, but it's like I know a lot of people they're like, man, and I wouldn't feel more. You know. And their politics too, you know, they support Black Lives Matter and they, you know, invest in certain things and they have a certain stance about, you know, you know, black uh, power and things like that, where Mike was more, I think, androgynous when it comes to that. So I just feel like everybody loved Mike, where Beyonce, she does, she is somewhat, you know, polarizing. Not by in her own accord. It ain't nothing she right. did. No, no. Well, yeah, I don't I'm about to say, so. yeah, bro. She, she's quiet, reserved. You barely hear from but me. But I, 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 I want to say she got uh, that hate when she got with Jay-Z. Because before then, when she was in Destiny Child, I didn't see that. With I didn't see no hate mm-hmm. for Destiny Child like that. Because yeah, Jay is making moves in this industry, man. They're gonna have to, you know, try to thwart that in some way. And I think that's, see, the that's way who people that's do. who people don't like. That's who, that's yeah. who, that's what the real animosity is. And again, it's 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 the jealousy, like dog. I he get Beyonce. Like I said last week, motherfucker, go ask, go get some advice and stop hating. And you ain't never get a Beyonce caliber with the hate. If you was famous and a lot of people for whatever reason just didn't like your wife, that ain't nothing. You know what I mean? You that's what I'm like. I don't think it's nothing she did, but I think yeah. Just to your point, Michael Jackson, even him not really openly dating nobody like that. I think that was even part of the mystique where everybody felt like I could go up and hug Michael. Michael loves everybody. Love the kids. He loved this. Yeah. Like, you didn't feel like he was turned off from anybody. I guess is the best way to put it. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas Beyonce, yeah, people look like, I don't necessarily want my daughter to listen to it. Not for no bad reason, but I don't know a kid of any age that couldn't listen to Michael Jackson when I was coming. And he went through a, a terrible, I mean, a terrible scandal, the, probably the worst you could possibly do. And do we even know the verdict? I don't know if we know the verdict. But compared to what happened to Kells, God damn, I mean, I think the allegations are worse for, worse for Mike, but not even nearly as close as far as the, the punishment that he took. So it's crazy. Yeah, man. He's people love. 
people specifically. Beyonce, okay, that's the test. Look, wait, before you said that's the test. Can Beyonce go through an MJ scandal? Who could go through an MJ scandal and still come out as the best artist of all time? Ain't I think she could. None. I think, I think it'd be can't touch kids. I think it'd be a shock, kind of like the Lizzo thing. I don't want to get on top of it. I think it'd be just be so shocking that people's ability to believe any of this would just be kind of like, eh. That's crazy. Man, it'd it be, it be, it, some, it, a lot of times it'd be our black people that be not liking people for no fucking reason. Man, Beyonce don't give you no reason not to like her. So she's, she, she do, she do politics. Bitch, how you know? You work at uh, Home Depot. <laughs> you don't fucking know. She, how you know? She texts you and told you that? Or you, you in a room when she doing it? You just on the internet, just like everybody else. Stop right. all this shit, man. Stop all that shit. Queen B, man. I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm in the B.I. Whatever. So what? So I like think I, she's top two to me. We're going to respect it. We're going to leave alone. Because like I said, you know how people get, but to try, bro, to your hot take point, I feel like, yeah, overall, we all going to say Michael minus Jamal for the most part. But she, like I said, 1B, 1, you know, 2, whatever the case is, right behind. But, hey, um, but I'm seeing that movie because I didn't have enough money to go to the damn tour, so I tried. No, man, no, nobody did, man. Shit. Really, I ain't trying to, you know, spend my, my money on a tour. Or be at the I top in the back. So, I ain't trying to I be in the last row either. So, so ridiculous that, like, I couldn't help it when I seen the presses. I said out loud, "God damn!" Like, <laughs> I forgot I was in public, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, so I get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna watch it. But fellas, moving on to the writer's strike. I want to mention that um obviously a lot of people know it's going on for five months. Some people thought it'll go through the winter. You got a lot of writers getting back. I believe you had late night talk show hosts as of yesterday getting back on. Uh to my knowledge, there is still some type of striking going on with uh SAG, Lee Boy. If you know anything on that or anybody else, jump in. But um overall, how y'all feel about that? Are y'all happy? Do y'all feel like the deal is good? Because they're saying now, you know, protections from AI, being able to use your likeness, better residuals for the artists, you know, and whatnot. So what y'all thinking? Did they come out with specifics for like the residuals and how they're going to pay and how they're going to figure out what streaming? Because that's what I was looking for. I wanted to see how they're going to report the numbers from streaming and how that translates. Does anybody see anything like that online? I didn't I, see I, for, um, for streaming, for streaming, I believe the writers get like 16,000 more for like per episode. But for streaming, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Wait, $16,000 more? Yeah, like for each episode. Yeah. Man, that ain't enough for all the writers. For well, all yeah, the writers, for the writers yeah. on for streaming um shows, yeah, they get like more. And money. that could be for the lifetime of the show. We don't yeah. know sixteen thousand. Oh, okay. right. Well, I don't know. That's what I would want to see. Is that sixteen thousand per per episode? episode? Yeah. Man, that this is... shit. The reason why they canceled uh the, the Laker shit. They, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm hurt. I can't yeah, believe they canceled Showtime. What? It was dramatic. It had some comedy to it. Mm-hmm. It was, it, it though, from some... a price standpoint, how much did that show cost to make? Yeah. Oh, probably a lot. Was, and you, no. could tell, you could tell it was expensive. Yeah, it was fire. The show was amazing. Yeah. Was like, yeah. Yeah, nah, I remember Luke Cage was like that. Where it was like, it was dope on Netflix, but the show was just expensive. So. Right. Nah, but just speaking on that, you know, the 16000 it sounds like that could be something, but that could also get blown real quick in a whole, in one year between all, like, 10 writers on the show. It doesn't really seem like much, so it just seems like how, you know, how they would break it, how they would want to break that down. Um, But, you know, obviously we're happy to see that there is some type of resolution people could get back to work, especially people that I know. Uh, we have not ended anything for 
sad though like you said um they're still soliciting people to come out every day i'm getting messages every day to come out and 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 go hit the picket lines uh because you would think you know that's the writer's fee they're gonna have to give up a bag for the actors too especially these big name actors like there's gonna have to be some significant that takes place i'm not sure that they're gonna be ready so it could be a you know a while till we get back and then they're trying to hit the video games the voiceovers like every single aspect of the media definitely has their own strike their own gripes and they want to get themselves set up for the future because the time is now if you don't do it now then they they ain't gonna stop the industry for your ass for the grips and all the, uh, the, the people doing wheel, the concession man. stands and uh craft services and all that they ain't gonna be stopping the industry for all y'all so make sure y'all get y'all stuff now um you know do mu- i'm gonna do say music need one what do, do music need a strike <laughs> yeah music need a strike i don't think the hey, artists and music will, will get together the way that they ain't, there's no one, there's no central location unless it's Atlanta, right? Atlanta and New York, where all the artists going to get together and strike and say they're going to stop making music, not because they make money on their shows regardless. So I think at this point, they're like, oh, we'll just make money off merch and our appearances and the, the music. That, ain't, no, selfish, ain't no money uh-huh. in music, I don't think. It is, but even from an independent standpoint, right, you don't really see it. Ain't like the average actor going around can just go and make their own show. It's, yeah, the average the guy who's independent, if they nice, look at the little Russell, he go out and sell directly to his consumer. Right. I really think that's really what it is. It's just, unfortunately, there's just more opportunity in the music industry, and like, it's kind of like a fraternity, it seems like, when it comes to this writer's deal. It's like, if you ain't in the know, yeah, you just kind of, I mean, you're going to asked out. But that, that's but is selfish. Is it the artist or is it the labels that's making the money? But that but that's this is why it's selfish to me because not to get off topic, back in the day when they did the uh when Dr. King and them they did the boycott, like when they like, we're gonna stop riding the bus, right? Every black person stopped riding that bitch. But I feel like our people nowadays are so caught up within themselves to the point where it's always thinking about me, me, me. And that's cool. You, We do all got to survive. All four, three or four of us got to survive individually, right? But sometimes the only way we can get shit done is if we stand on business. You want, Sometimes you, we got to see, we don't, we not committed to each other. All them artists, and I'm, and I'm talking about the independent artists too. If we come, look, if we come together and figure out something, let's figure out something. It don't got to be no strike. Let's all get in the room. Let's let's put the egos to the side. Let's figure some shit out because it's clearly a problem. Like y'all said, there's no music, there's no money in music. So motherfucker, do something. Let's figure it out. Why, dog? And what I think it is, and this is how it's selfish again, because you may not see the change, but the, the people who boycotted back in the '60s or whatever, we seeing the change. They the ones went through it, but that's how committed they was. Like we gotta, we gotta make a change, even if we don't see it. Maybe our kids gonna see it, but again, we're not committed to each other, and that's the problem. We full of ego. We full. Everybody can all care about themselves. There's so many fake woke black people. It, it's ridiculous. I think that word is overused. I'm like, oh, okay. it is. It is just like toxic. Just like gaslighting. It's, it's a they learn a new term. That's me. What what <laughs> they learn a new term to run and, and wear it out. But man, we gotta really stick together and just stop talking about it. Respect. Definitely respect. But like we said, fellas, overall, you know, the 
the, the strike being over, hopefully some of the you know shows that y'all like obviously is coming back on. Like I said, obviously a lot of these late night hosts coming back on. But just overall, yeah, like Lee Boy has said even a few months back to all those people out there, you got to support the art. If you want good shows, you want high quality yep. stuff, stuff like Winning Time, you got to support the art. It's not saying you got to pay an arm and a leg, but yeah, support that somebody you know actually took the time to write this out and make it great. So when you complain and all that, nothing wrong with that neither, but yeah, somebody put their heart and soul into all of that. You know what I mean? It can be something as simple as fuck, giving it a five star rating. Like that's free. Right. I mean, and yeah, the piggyback off Jamar's sentiment is just, um, you know, I think building community, because everybody could do something, right? You could distribute over here. You can uh, create artwork. You can actually get on the mic. You can be an on-air talent. You can write. We got to get together as a community and put all everything together. And, you know, I'm not going to say don't, don't charge each other, but if we can get together and get uh, towards a greater good, I think there's just an opportunity for it anybody that's on the independent level to to build and and um, actually be able to do something for themselves so let's do that y'all 2023 let's do it in 2024 all the years god yeah. damn it's every year we're gonna say the same shit but let's get together and make some moves big facts right. i want to throw a shout out to in there too uh, to outcast y'all um obviously some people may, may hey i see my shirt man to the shirt. i can't see it oh, yeah Aquamini celebrated 25 year anniversary. Quimini. Um, I don't know how to say it for years. I'm be honest with you, but I do like some of the music on there. It wasn't my favorite album. So I was just gonna ask fellas, was this I think your favorite album from Outcast? And if not, which would you say is your favorite? Just throwing that out there. Try, try, this, you go first, then I'm gonna go after a, you. This was a great album. A lot of a lot of heads now feel like it's their Magnum Opus, it's their best album. I do feel like they have multiple classics. You know, AT Aliens was my favorite when that came out because I I remember when Elevators came out in 96 and, and the love that radio gave it, you know what I'm saying? And, and they kind of slept on Southern Playlistic, but then when Eight Aliens came out, they really started to, um, you know, bump them over here. But uh, Criminal was great. Um, Liberation, that track with uh, CeeLo and Erica Badu was seven minutes long, but it was a, a great, um, you know, song and, and um, you know, Skew It on the Barbie with Rick Vaughn and um, Rosa Parks. I remember when that came out and, and, the significance of that track and, and how, you know, the real Rosa Parks, I think she had sued them over, you know, like misuse of her name in, in the song. And, you know, that caused a little bit of controversy, but that was a great song. Um, uh, Spotty, Adi, Dope, Gen Sister. Gen Generations Clash and Generations yeah. Clash. Cause I don't even think they said her name in the song at all. Right. I just, but but yeah, just, the, just, just the, in the chorus and the significance of what she went through back in the day and, I think that a song like that is is really like if you introduce that song to like uh, somebody that don't know the, the historic factor to Rosa Parks, that mm. could really make them want to like uh, uh, go and do their research on on that woman. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. you know what she had to go through on the bus. And this um, this, this is the greatest album to me. Like, and you name in the song you just named. Mm. Confirmed it because every song you name is. I say if I got twenty favorite Outcast songs all time, ten of them come from this album. It and AT Aliens is a, a close second to me, Maybe. but Equimanah to me is their best work. It, it just is to me. It got the most hit. Well, not the most hits, but to me, I I put that's. If I want to put an Outcast album on, is it's that one first and it's AT Aliens. Then what's the one with Miss Jackson on? 
Stankonia. That's Stankonia. That's my that's Stankonia. That was Stankonia. Good. Okay. That's that's third for me. That's third yeah. for me. But yeah, this this is their best work, and then we need a tour. We need one more tour, Outcast, and we'll leave y'all alone for the rest of y'all life. Let, let us get right. that. Uh, <laughs> right. Stop playing. No, I mean, the thing that stood out to me first about this album is the cover. So, like, mom, yeah. you know, you would, if you had this in your CD folder and you was flipping through, I was flipping through my oh, a big sister folder. I'm like, what the hell is it? Right? It has some titties <laughs> on there, right? I think so. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to pop it in. But for me, skew it on the Barbie. I knew every single lyric to that, um, you know, coming up as a young MC, it was just something that they were doing, like, um, like literally physically that was captivating. It's like, can I do this? Because they had a different flow than you had ever heard when this shit came out. So um, I think I love their earlier, you know, their earlier works. I think Equimini is their best, um, you know, from Rosa Parks to, um, uh, Got the skewed on the Barbie. Um, so, so what's the goal? Synthesizers? That's how you, I'm not saying it right? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 the art of storytelling part two always got me too. They had two versions on here. Mm-hmm. But there was hella shit on here, man. That was just that that was just crazy. And it was just a precursor to what they were gonna do later. And I just love, you know, it's just great to hear artists in their their earlier times, especially when you go back, um, because you can really study. It reminds me of what what happened to me when I listened to Kendrick, when I went back and listened to everything. That's uh, you get that same type of feeling from. Uh, Why did Outkast break up, y'all? In y'all opinion, did they? Yeah, you put no, hold on. You you can just see on the Quimini, uh cover art. One is is one dressed like a pimp. Which is Big Boy and Big Boy followed the page. For shout out to Big Boy, um, Big Boy and uh, you could Andre is dressed kind of like you could start each album. You slowly start seeing Andre do thousand change. Like from the very first album, he dressed like Big Boy. Then the next, are you you do y'all think that's the reason they broke up? It's what, just, was Andre ever meant to be in a group? I don't think he was really ever meant to be in a group. I just think he needed that to break because they needed that traditional rap style, someone that could hold it down in the, you know, the the ciphers and <laughs> be looked right, at right, that right. way. Where Andre really probably was never really meant to be in that situation, but it, you know, it made sense for him at the time. Um, but I think he did it, you know, I think he did enough in the group. I think we we should have got more from him solo, but um I feel like uh big boy slept on as an MC yeah, too. Definitely. I, I just feel like they grew apart. I, I like their their styles are very different, but they their chemistry is right there. And it's one of those like rap duos that, you know, a lot of the times a lot of the groups are very similar, but they're very different. But they complement each other well. I, I I feel like it was just ego. I just think that you know there was a time when Big Boy was out at the all the strip clubs. He was out partying. Andre wasn't doing that. And I, I felt like that's where the personality started to clash. But I, I, I feel like I, I feel like Big Boy never wanted Outkast to break up. I feel like right, right. It was like you said, Andre just started changing. Man. Yeah, I feel like Big Boy, and honestly, to this day, Big Boy is the only one kind of keeping the group alive, mm-hmm. the legacy right. alive. That's what's sad, man. he came out though, and he did say this. I was going to say, generally speaking, he said his anxiety and whatnot is what keeps him from putting out like music the way people want him to. So I feel like from a group standpoint, I don't think they necessarily even grew apart. I just think his time, like the overwhelmingness of 
I'm an artist, but I'm not necessarily here for the fame. Got some because I know a few homies of mine that they didn't seen Andre 3000 like in just different cities. Cool guy, always got you know his instrument, but he's very much low key. He don't want to be seen. You know what I mean? Like he's just like I'm just trying to go on my own business. I know I'm a star. I know I'm world renowned. I know you know what I mean. Like I just believe, like I said, um, the album just became the top seller in hip hop 13 times. You know what I mean? Platinum or something crazy like and, that. And, and, and they went from being booed at the Source Awards to arguably the greatest duo ever. That's crazy. You know what I mean. I think yeah, that's that's really all it comes down to. Like, yeah, even for him, he's just like yeah, I care, but like it's like, like yeah. Just but he he life. did a he did an Apple interview with uh Rick Rubin a couple years ago, and he told Rick Rubin the reason why he didn't come out again is because um he had writer's block, and he he doesn't really know how to reintroduce himself to this generation. But I'm like, you already a legend. They need to like do their research and find right. out who he is. They introduce themselves to you. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to, I don't yeah. feel like he has That's to That's respectable that he even thinks like that. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause most artists don't care. They just come and look, I'm putting out the same thing I did in 98. The fact that you even are that conscious, I can respect it because it's like, yeah. you telling me you don't want to put out nothing trash. You actually want what you put out to be I'm gonna I'm gonna go opposite way on that, man. I'm I feel like it's a, a little bit of a crutch and a, an excuse, you know. I'm saying not to fail based on being at you know at such great heights and the things that you've done in your career. I don't want to, you know, smudge my name or I feel like he's just thinking of too much, you know, thinking too much. And yeah, it could be it could be valid. It could be something he's really going through. But I feel like. As a man, you know, we got to fight through things like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go out and do nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who right, wants to right. go out and do anything? But I don't think there's, you know, when you have such a great ability, you should continue to use it and continue to be an example to others. Um, and I don't think you should keep that to yourself. I think it's a little bit of selfishness. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm always going to respect him, what he may be going through mentally. And, uh, you know, also just to respect a man's uh, ability to just say, I, I don't want to do it no more. That's cool. Facts, facts. Yeah, much respect, man. Much respect. We still need that album. And, um, we still need it, though. We need that. Because we that, just did to, who did he just hop on? Talk bro, about uh, he, mentally, instantly. Oh, he, he was on Killer Mike's <laughs> album, yeah. Killer Mike. Yeah. Kill yeah. He's still a monster. And, man, that uh, Andre 3000, throw some, uh, throw some D's remix verse. Bro. Right. That's, right. that's one of the that's one of his best verse and fucking Beyonce. Chavo, be, no uh the speaker box love below is not it is a, it's a double album it is a no double it's album. not man that shit two albums bro that they marketed a like a double album. album but it's two separate solo albums in one <laughs> yeah that's, like, how he, that's how they came they marketed they came. you i'll bro. say this they jamal i don't know anybody who only has one right what it came like okay. that it, it came okay. together they got you yeah it was because they was they was still trying to be outcast but it's clearly they was wait on the is board. it separate on apple music yet i think it's i think it might be together let me go go ahead man that shit ain't no, that it, shit it, ain't they together they, look well you gotta blame LaFace. LaFace, la and Babyface. that's how they marketed the album a double album but it's two separate solo albums i'm about to say that's like nelly with sweat and soup right. i don't know nobody who just has one it's only it only i do my homie in the fifth, I was in the sixth grade when that shit come on. My homie just had sweat. It's together still. Together. That's cap. That's that was two single albums. Hey, but you know what's fun? It go one through nineteen and then one through twenty-one. So I guess it's a double. I mean, it's a double. That's how we care. It's a double, but it's twenty twenty-three and everybody got to be right. It was like we got you. I was in the sixth grade. My homie just had the sweat version of that. I mean, had no damn suit. 
He had the one side because that's one, crazy. The, I mean, the, just album was, the album was one side was the face with him with the street shit. The other side was he had the side with the street shit. He ain't, I ain't see the suicide. He ain't bring trying. that side to school. He must have yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. Had Jaheem on that. My grandmother was rocking with that one. Big fan. Nelly, Nelly, a legend, man. But yeah, man, that shit ain't no fucking. That shit two solo album that in the same plastic. Just I like got a question for you, fellas. Speaking of Nelly and them, obviously we was on duos. Uh, when it comes to trios, I was curious if y'all ever thought about top rap trios because there was a list recently released, and um, I was surprised to see some people on there just throwing some notable ones out there just to see what y'all thinking. And now, number look one, at this list. Yeah, number one, you have Run DMC. I ain't think you know too many people's gonna argue with that. Number two, De La Soul. Thought that was an interesting one as well, but again, still not an issue. Three, I was like, man, the locks got to be coming somewhere. But three was Beastie Boys. Four was the locks, and then they rounded out five with Little Brother putting Naughty by Nature famously outside the top five. So That's if y'all did see any of this, what you thinking? What do you think of those top five? I, I think, see, for the 80s, when you had a lot of those groups where it was two MCs and, and the DJ, the DJ was important too. Jam Master J, everybody know him. Spinderella mm-hmm. from something Pepper, everybody know her. Um, but when there's not a lot of trios no more, like Migos really in this era. The Fuji's 15? Crazy. That's all I was That's like. That's crazy. Down, yeah, the list is unbelievable. Migos is eleven. Migos at eleven is crazy to me. The Migos but, but, at eleven. But you oh, know what? I don't. Fuck. I don't have a problem you with. Got Migos Black at 11. Moon at thirteen. Great <laughs> album. They have one. Great album. Why you say you don't have a problem with Migos be, at because, eleven? Be, be, yeah, because Migos, they're the only real trio. It's only them in the locks in this era. That's not. That's not their fault. I'm saying, but the significance though, they have to be on that list. I well, see what bro, you're saying, but it's who, almost who, like he, saying Roy Jones is not every, a every broke down, bro. If we broke down every every trio album, Fuji's only got one classic album, so they they don't need to be in the top. Okay, five. all right. I'm glad you brought that up because if we going by that, then Amigos should be top five. You know how many hits the Amigos? That's got? what I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. I agree that they they're relevant now. They it's only them in the locks in this. Oh, so you're saying they should be higher than eleven? Yes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying they. I mean, if, the Migos, if, if top, the Migos them, top five, man. If they put them top five, top ten, I don't have a problem with it because to me they're higher than the Fugees. Yeah, I agree. I think they should be at least yeah top five, top ten. There's no right. way, in my opinion, to leave them out. Just given right. like he said, albums they have multiple. The, the whole culture series are classic. Bro, albums. the two the two thousand tens was theirs, bro. You ever been in a club in the strip club from the year two thousand ten to about twenty nineteen? Man, them future club a lot. Them ten years, bro. Them them strip, bro. Strip, go to strip club with the Migos, Future, or playing, bro. Or two chains, fam. I'm trying, dog. That shit crazy. How they got them to be that? What's what's all the disrespect, bro? Like that's disrespect. They got up there as you go further down. And some of these on here, I'm gonna keep it a stack. Some of these on here, should be top five. Naughty, Naughty should be in the top five. I agree, but some of these be in the top five. They should be in the top five. No, they got hit many some, hits. Some of these on here just for nostalgia reasons. That's yeah, it. Because most of these groups are older groups. Like I said, Flatbush Zombies is another. Like A lot of these like groups them. got one hit, bro. One, That's one the album, One good album and one hit, yeah. The Fuji's got one album. Yeah. yeah, one good album. Main Source, they threw them at the uh, 16. Thought that they was had one good album with Lost Professor, and then he left. Yeah, <laughs> so you, said, you said at 16? 16, yeah, they, they right, right behind Fuji. Of course, I'm gonna be biased and be you know mad at Westside Connection. You know, I'm gonna just be mad. <laughs> Honestly, I was you know about Westside Connection. They should be high. Is yeah. Dog Pound 
like Snoop, Nate Dogg. No, that they a duo. They're not. Yeah, yeah. That was just a duo. Okay, yeah. I was trying to throw Why somebody else. Wait, was Warren G in there? Wait, Warren G was in. Nah. Wait, Warren G was nah. in. It's kind of like D Generation X and wrestling. We was talking about. Wait, DPG, DPG. I remember that one. Yes, like like Snoop would Snoop would collaborate with them off and on, but he wasn't like an official member. Like he had his own crew. He had two one three. Okay, compare that to uh, Boogie Down Productions. I didn't realize that that was a trio. I didn't realize. I thought it was more than people than that. They, like, they just kind of throwing tra- trios out there. That's my problem with this list. Uh, you guys mentioned Run DMC and the DJ, and then also saw Pe- Pepper and the DJ. Run DMC at number one. <laughs> You know oh, here, here we go. You know here how I feel about my guy. Right? Number one, first of all, y'all duo, so you already should be X'd. And then second, that, y'all just gonna top because if they came out with a duo list, I guarantee they would be at the top. No, of the they they were trio team. because J- Jam Master J. Sometimes he rapped. He got on some tracks. But listen to the name of the group. Run. I know. Jam, Jam Master J. This is back when. This is why I told you. This is back when DJs mattered because DJs don't matter no more. This is back when DJs mattered and everybody knew who the DJ was. You know what I'm saying? Like now, if if Migos had a DJ, nobody would care. That's it, a is is that a misstep? You think in the game, Tribe? Like, should DJs matter? Like, remember? Yeah. Uh, I think the last person I could remember that really blew up their DJ was well, DJ Drama still doing his thing. He's still right. coming out with dope albums. Um, but I was gonna say, remember when Future he had the album? What was it? Uh, with the Forty Nights or whatever he went in jail. Uh, the DJ that was with him when, oh yeah, during I know what you're talking about. Ice DJ name. Ghost. What was his name? I can't remember. Uh, but um, made him a little famous for the time. It's not too many DJs that they're really like pushing. You think that's a misstep in hip hop? Yes, because that's that's a one of the important elements of hip hop. Just like break dancing and graffiti. Like you know, like when you listen to Kendrick Damn album and he had Kid Capri host that album. That, that felt mm-hmm. like a mixtape album you were listening to, right? but it was great. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like he, Kendrick, like introduced the younger generation to who uh, Kid Capri was. And I, I think that was brilliant. You know what I'm saying? But we need more DJ of, uh, you know, prominent in today's hip hop. We need producers to get out there, man, and be That's the who, DJs because yeah. they could DJ. I know they could DJ, but they when they you know when you have a producer that's doing the whole album, um, and some of them do the do do this. They get out there and they kind of perform with the artists and um, introduce themselves. And you know we see Metro Boom and step out there and be the leader, but they're not technically DJing. I would like to see that as well. I think uh, when you have one cohesive. DJ or producer, someone that brings the album together, it brings out a, a doper sound and something uh, that we haven't seen out of artists. So I don't know. That's what I took away from the list, though. They was kind of cheating with a couple. So it was. Man, Migos, the, the Migos, the fact that they Migos top three. Not, yeah, fam, that's bullshit. I'm gonna put Don't a challenge on one of us in the next. I'm few just weeks. saying. Look, think I'm about the hits between list, a realistic modern list. You, look, you said Naughty by Nature should be yeah. higher than top six. I'm just thinking how many hits. I don't they know. Compared a, to the Migos. Hip-hop hooray, OPP. Um, That's two. Uh, flow. Jambor- Jamboree, feel me? Flow. They have a yeah. lot. Uptown Anthem from Juice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, five hits. I'm just saying they, they compared were, to the Migos, though. Like. For, for like, okay, like for, for that time for um hip-hop trios, they had a lot of hit records. And, and the locks, the locks, how much stuff they did. Just on the mixtapes alone, Amazing. like they obliterated Dipset and they still living off of that. And they still here, I, you know. They locked out to be top five. That was the best fucking verses, bro. Yeah, I swear, bro. That was verses at its peak. 
And I'm still waiting for the Jermaine Dupree Diddy versus that we ain't gonna never fucking get. They did all that teasing, talking shit, and we ain't got it. And I don't think we ever gonna get it. Nah, probably not. I think versus, not to say it died, but I mean, you know what I mean? Now that people kind of back outside now, it's like people trying to get their concert money for all of these venues that still cost. They got a bag, though. Nah, they definitely did. Definitely. Y'all seen the Hip Hop Awards? Did y'all see the Hip Hop Awards? I watched clips of it. I didn't. I didn't sit down and I watch. That was it. next week. That's not. That's not. I don't think week. it dropped yet. I think just. The, oh, oh, they recorded. They recorded. Recording. Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking about the VMA. I'm bugging. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like. I still haven't sat through and watched none of these award shows straight through. I just been watching clips here and there. Okay. How is Too Loud Crew? That's not a trio, huh? It might. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. They kind of skating the yeah, rules. Because you had Luther and you had the um the Asian the Asian cat. That's what I said. We got to come up. What we going to do? They not on, they not on this list at all. We got to look and, and see who actually made music together. Like, Would you call N.E.R.D.? I love Nerd. So they was but they're like alternative, alternative rock. Yeah, but that's not really hip-hop. So yeah. I can give you that. Uh, we, I told them we need to start doing this again. Oh, they they bugging. The fact that I can't get over the Migos not being in the top 10 at least. Like, that's cap. That's crazy, bro. They got the most hits. They got they yeah. might have more hits than uh run DMC. Yeah, they probably do. Do, do they have a they do? Hits? No, <laughs> they gotta come hey, up with a Hey, we talk about Versace, Versace, Versace. I know the song. They they got a, hey, they they had a song that they did with Mac Miller called Jabroni. That was my favorite joint from them. They got at least 20 hits, at least 25, 30 hits, bro. Yeah, but um, you know, I was part of a th- uh, a trio just saying, you know, back in the day. <laughs> go check out the circuit, you know what I'm saying? We out here, go uh I ain't paying for it. Yeah, we have a couple hits too. So we ain't on the list though. <laughs> how it is being in a trio? Like how like how, oh we broke is... up quick. Look, because it's hard to get three people. <laughs> we was all high school homies though. We still like best friends, but it's like it's hard to get three people, one like on the same on the page same making page. music. And then yeah. like it's hard to always be in the middle verse, always be in the first verse, always be in the last. It's always some kind of issue with who's going to start the verse and end the verse and be in the middle, right? And then no one wants to hear a song for three verses. So you, like, it's kind of hard. You be at shows, mm-hmm. you don't want to do the whole song every time, but you kind of have to because somebody hating and it's like, it's always some, you know, it's always some. Oh, boy, don't we know? We on our third version of this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Try we messed we messed yeah. pretty well though because we did have a singer so we had a Nate dog right so we had that guy but he still wanted to rap you know what I'm saying <laughs> be like come on bro I'm supposed to have the bars I was the crazy when the other homie had the punchlines and everybody wanted to jump in everyone else's lane so shout out to the trios that kept it together like the locks the locks the Migos couldn't keep it together man see see Offset wanted to be uh, Quavo so bad you think that's, that's what, what happened. Yeah, he went off and did his own thing, right? Yeah, I like Unconfused. all three of them. Uh, stayed t- together. Take yeah, take yeah, that, that Unconfused album gonna be a classic. That mug, that mug, go, Let's go. But yeah, like man, yeah, we gonna put together our own list, fellas. Like I said, we gonna update it. But I do want to move on to another artist before we get into more of the sports. Stuff. Tyrese, not sure if y'all heard, but Tyrese is suing the estate of Teddy Pendergrass, and allegedly, what happened was he bought the the rights to, I guess, do some type of movie or something. On life, put down like four hundred fifty thousand, and then when the time came, you know, the estate, I begin to leave. His wife said, "No, nah, I'm not with it." So Tyrese was crying about it soon going off. So one, what do y'all think? And two, 
Do you think it's even, I guess, culturally okay to just be buying the rights of somebody else and trying to make a profit? Do you think that was okay on Tyrese's part? Well, it, is he going to play Teddy? Like, what's the... That was a good question. That I don't know. I was trying to do some more digging, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, I believe, like I said, he just bought the rights years ago, and then when the time came to sign off to actually be able to come out with some type of biopic or documentary, they did not, so he was left, you know, losing money. Man, every time I turn on, get on my goddamn phone, I'm like, damn, dog, this the shit Trouble will be fucking talking about, about this thing. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? What are you yeah, doing? What are you doing? Bro. <laughs> and he was crying oh, like crazy. I'm like, dog, what the fuck going on with Tyree? Y'all think Tyree's all right, man? Nah, he already said he wasn't all right. Well, you heard, yeah, well, he said that he was on kind of all kind of medication and he had a spiral I got, I got some out. edibles. I got some edibles for you, Tyrese, man. Hit me up. Yeah, bro. get back. You can get back right, bro. Just reverse whatever you did before. Uh, but nah, he ain't. He ain't, I don't think he all the way there, man, unfortunately. And this industry can have that type of toll on you. Like, he been partying with Jamie Foxx. He been in the Hollywood Hills. We don't know what kind of... He, that boy been... <laughs> you could tell he, he didn't had a, a wild trip or two. Um, because And, you know, to, to what Matt was speaking on, just buying, you know, Teddy's rights and trying to come out with the movie without having... The, the graces of the family. I don't know. We don't know the ins and outs of that. But, um, you know, I, you would think there's a script. You clear the script and you get it done with the family and make sure that everything's copacetic. Um, it seemed like he was just trying to skirt around some of those particulars and, and get to the bag. But, uh, you know, you can't you can't do business like that, man. It ain't going to work out. It ain't going to work. And, you know, some people moral compass ain't the same. I keep trying to tell people that shit. Look, man, just because it's fucked up to you, that don't mean it's fucked up to him. So it's it just all about moral, moral compass, and everybody's is different, bro. So I don't know the details of it. Man, Tyrese, man, just, man, I, look, bro, why the fuck you want to do titty? Right, look, man, I got some edibles for you, son. Try, bro, what's your gripe with uh, Tyrese, though? <laughs> Let's go back to like um when Davion was a part of the platform and he'd had like the nostalgic debates and we were debating Genuine and Tyrese. And I've always loved Genuine more than Tyrese. Tyrese is a great singer. But I think a, a lot of this stuff in the media, like him doing the whole crying thing, people remember that. And then the, the beef he had with Warner Brothers where he was trying to become uh, the Black Green Lantern in Justice League. And he had all these calls to them and they wouldn't return his calls. The, the whole thing with the beef with him and The Rock and how... You know, The Rock got a, a Hobbs and Shaw movie. He wanted his own movie. Um, it was just a lot of stuff in mm -hmm. media. I think people just got tired of him. You know what I'm saying? But um, he he's a great um, he's a great actor. I don't want to say he's a good actor. He's okay, he's a, but he's a good performer. He's a great singer. He's he's a, Jamie Foxx Jr. <laughs> right, and then the the whole the whole break, the beef with with uh, Genuine and um and Tank and TGT splitting up. I just think people like was fed up with him. I'm not surprised like. With this whole thing coming out now, he don't even look like Teddy Pendergrass. So I think like, the that would word be like is heavy he... make. That would be you know that man. He that would be like heavy makeup for him. You know he don't he his Teddy didn't have a bald head. I don't know how. To, what is he gonna grow here for that? I mean, I mean bro, it's Hollywood, bro. You can Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass didn't have a, Teddy Pendergrass didn't have a six pack hour. So how would it? He don't look like Teddy to me. I would have picked somebody else. Man, uh, yeah. I think the word is entitlement with Tyrese, though, because he be coming out like he's supposed to be bigger than The Rock. Like, bro, right. are you tripping? <laughs> like, what are you whoa, talking about? Whoa, the Rock whoa. got a movie, I so I should get a movie. Right. Like, 
Bro, that's you realize works. Vin Diesel was also in the movie with y'all too. Like, there's other stars that are much bigger than you. Unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately or fortunately, you've had a great career, and it just seems like every you know every turn he's looking for someone to have something, a handout for him. And uh, you know, I just think he should just really count his blessings and and just be more strategic, like, because there's no reason to get online and talk about things when you could just work behind the scenes to get the same things done like i mean the latest antic outside of this was also he, he was just suing a uh, home depot for right. not for not taking his credit card right they didn't swipe his card and now he's suing him for a million dollars like come on bro. <laughs> you, Man, you, know, what, you had someone what, else using your car without an id like that's, bro, that, what that, yeah, that, that's that's normal people shit Man, what nigga you got an id me? you <laughs> you know, you know the nigga talk with the nigga talk, man. You know what your problem is, baby boy. <laughs> you got it all twisted. <laughs> what he said, you got a what did he say? You got a some complex. You think, man, that's exactly. He was talking to Tyrese. He wasn't talking to Jody. Right. That nigga be tripping, bro. That that's not just because you Tyrese, bro. You still got a bro. You can't do that, man. And he went on the episode. He did an episode of R and B Money with Tank, and he has. Said he had got a deal signed for T. What's the, what's the name of the group again, Trump? DGT. Yeah, he DGT. said he got a, a, a deal for him and, and take like, dog, we're not even together no more. What the fuck you mean you got a deal for us? <laughs> like, bro, and RB Money, one of my favorite podcasts, they was confused. I don't know see. But take, in other words, you could just tell by their face, him and Jay Valentine. You see what we talking about about this nigga, man? How you get a deal for a group that's not together? He was no, trying I'm to bring him back after this, but I will say he did say some years back that there was like some type of drug that he was taking for his like mental health stuff, and he said it did have him bugging out to the point where I guess Tyrese, weed, bro, edible, bro, and whatever these doctors gave him, y'all sick because yeah, y'all really had him out here lying about you know just certain. Remember, I forget you said somebody gave him money. I even like with Will and Jada with the money situations for years back, yeah. saying they gave him five million dollars. He's like. Just never happens. So it's just like, yeah, whatever people, you know what I mean? You know, mental health is definitely important, but he got too much money for them to be messing with him like that to have you off, you know what I mean? The rails and even this. To me, you're going to sue the widow? Like, you ain't even suing Teddy Pendergrass. You're suing his family estate for a million dollars? Like, this is crazy. That's his favorite number. A million. I need a million dollars. <laughs> must, have, must have did the taxes in his head. He's like, yeah, I know, you know what I mean? When it's clear, <laughs> 55. Like in the words of Charlemagne and God, man, I'm sitting Tyrese healing energy. Amen. Amen. On that note, Jamal, speaking of healing energy and closing chapters, uh, Jay Z famously closes the 4040 Club. Fellas, obviously iconic. Uh, Trabur, I was just going to obviously get to you, ask if you knew anybody or any stories you know about it, but open famously in 2003, you've had LeBron James' birthday party there, you've had J. Cole album releases, and yeah, it pretty much was the opulence, it was the biggest place to go, uh, 40-40, obviously not the baseball, so what do y'all think, one, did y'all know about the club, did you even know it's still open, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, like, people going, just because it opened and it was Jay-Z's club, and, you know, it was sports, it had a sports theme to it, and, and it was like one of our own you could go to, instead of, like, Planet Hollywood, in the ESPN um uh, zone that was opened up a couple years ago and um yeah um he had like a Child, did you ever go to the, did you ever go to WWE the World when it was open? Yes, yeah, yeah, I went, I went, uh, I went when okay. it first opened because they had they. I remember going and it had like a whole bunch of like wrestling memorabilia all over, but the prices mm. for the for the food like the burger was like I think like twenty twenty five bucks or something like that. Yeah, and, and I crazy. heard it was and I heard it wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that good. And and people was people were going for the the memorabilia and the, the nostalgia of the place though. It wasn't going yeah. for the food though, you know what I'm saying? But 
you know, that we had that on um I think Disney had a, a restaurant in Times Square too at one point and and um you know I yeah I remember people going and, and they had he had like Alex Rodriguez um signed bats was there on, on the wall and um different uh New York Giants football helmets was there, the plays were always there. So I didn't know it was still open. Yeah. Forty forty? Yeah. No, I didn't I didn't know it was still open either. You haven't heard about it really in some years. So I think it makes sense for him to, you know, rebrand, close it up, get get somewhere else. He said he was going to what, Manhattan? Is that the truth? Like I was hoping to come out to Vegas. I was gonna say if I'm him, I think you yeah, you could take it places because to your point, Lee, I think honestly from the pandemic, even maybe a little before that, and then obviously that ruined as far as people going there. But yeah, now yeah, you can do that because I think people who remember what it was, yeah, like I said the Lord, like the list of the famous parties and events is endless. And that was only 20 years, you know what I mean? He did it in the midst of even just his career just starting to bubble. Cause you know, 2003, I think that was what, if I'm not mistaken, Jay-Z retired, you know what I mean, not too long yeah. around that time, right? So yeah. But yeah, Vegas, I could see him in arenas. Like, just imagine him at random football arenas and basketball arenas. I definitely could see something going on with that. So I just like to see blacks doing big business, right? Like official business and, you know, um, you know, especially when everything is right. You don't want to just go because it's someone black or someone, you know, hopefully all the food and all the service and everything is right and correctly priced. Uh, let's just keep, continue to, you know, hold up those those awesome legacies those next level legacies you see um right now nick cannon doing it with the uh, wild and out he's got his restaurants that he's opened up you know across the country so uh, i would love to see jay-z get into that the get into the restaurant game the club game why not he could do it he got the drink he got the alcohol already <laughs> he got beyonce he got him he got the axe so, that man got everything you could possibly ask for, man. Shout, shout out to the GOAT, man. Shout out to the GOAT. Right. Yeah, definitely going yeah, here. Obviously, see what's going on there. And um, obviously, another one I want to get into, fellas. Like I said, keeping in sports, <clears throat> excuse me, NBA predictions. And the only reason I'm asking this is because obviously everybody didn't heard about the trades. I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm already tired of hearing Damon Lewis going to the finals. So I want to know, first of all, is there any big trades y'all think is gonna happen? Who y'all got going to these finals? Who y'all think is gonna be exciting to watch play this season? Let me know what y'all think. I think I think the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship. We tired of people like you. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> Lakers and well, uh, well, that's I got uh, well, I, I, that's yeah. why I hope when the Lakers, I'm a LeBron fan. But can can we break down the conferences though, like each conference? <laughs> because yeah, I, I feel like Denver, Denver is still the team to beat, but I do feel like I don't know how much Golden State got better with Chris Paul. I don't know how how much he's gonna. They also know, got Rudy Gay, I believe, on a one year, just... right? Right, mm-hmm. they they got veterans, but how how much how much Big of those bets. veterans that they that they signed are gonna help them beat Denver? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The Lakers, the Lakers, you know they step they they team up. You know can can AD stay healthy for a whole season? You know what I'm saying? Respect that's gonna be the that big. That's gonna be the big. That nigga said Rudy Gay. Oh man, they got Darius Miles back on the Clippers. I ain't messing with either one of them. Press y'all talking about what was that y'all was talking on the show? Oh shit, they got Chris Duhon. I watched that man play till he passed out. That's Popeye Jones is coming back uh, to the Nets. (laughs) Chris Duhon was playing 52 minutes a night. I respect it. I love that man. You, you, then they they won. Then they they said the the Warriors wanted they want to move Clay to the four. He's not a powerful. That's not smart, right? Yeah, that that came out. That came out this week. That they they moving him to the four. 
I bet you it worked. Work with Chris Paul at the two. I bet you it worked. I bet you it worked. No, nah, not. No, I think the Warriors gonna work. I don't think. I think the Warriors gonna make a trade this year. They have to. They have to. I still need a center. That man in in today's NBA, bro. Nah, All you got is you got you got Embiid and Jokic. A Jokic just won it though. That's what I'm saying. What team without a prominent center has won in the last five years? Got to stop Jokic first. Right. It's still big so man like, to an extent because you still worry about Embiid. You still got to worry about Giannis. You still got to worry about Joker. Like you really notice? No, you don't got to be the head guy, but you got to. You should have to worry about Anthony Davis, big ass. But you know he wants you to jump. Look at Miami, right? Miami last year they only got to where they was because the way they play is not contingent on any one player doing X, Y, and Z. But I'm talking about teams who have traditional setups with stars, you but. Still well, Matt, I, I also think that's why they not gonna, they never gonna win a championship. Who Miami? Yeah. No, but I'm saying even to make the finals, I'm saying like we've just seen even the teams that have typically been there at the end, they have a serviceable center. You look at even the Clippers, like Zubac is not bad. That's a serviceable center to put around. Yeah, that's true. Why? No, that's why I'm like, I'm just curious to see any team. That's what's like when you say your Giannis and up or Joe side, they got a chance. I just don't see it because to me, well, Boston is still better than them. Well, I'm about to ask you how how good did the Celtics um get? Getting um KP because he True. can't stay healthy. And, and they got Drew Holiday. But they, I'm they about to say, honestly, KP is an afterthought. And so even to you saying he can't stay healthy, you might not have to if you only got to play 20 minutes a night. Wait, the Celtics got Drew Holiday? Yeah, got Drew Holiday. Got Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Yeah, they loaded. That's the two best teams in the East: Milwaukee and Boston. Man, I told y'all, Matt and Triborough. My, my Knicks is the best team. We got to be top. Come on, no, no, we love the Knicks. We got to be top three this year. Top four again. And we're going to see what happens on playoff time. Hey, let hey, me grab I, my I need, stuff. I need Mitchell Robinson to shoot jumpers. Got some Lakers socks right I need right Mitchell here Robinson ready. to shoot jumpers this But year. see, we good with the Lakers. Like I said, I've been, I've, been, I've been Laker fans since literally the Kobe days and all that. So we good with that. Like I said, anything else, no. any Lakers or Knicks, don't talk to me about it. I, I'm a Pelican fan, but my young superstar want to eat and fuck porn stars. So, um, <laughs> he look Matt, good on media. Day. He look good on media. Oh, no, he, Matt, looking back, he, he back strong. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully. whatever, whatever. Matt and Trout it's time for y'all to make a big trade. Y'all got the pieces. Y'all got the plea pieces in the role players. Mm-hmm. It's time to trade for Will and B. It's time to trade for him. It's time. But, it's, 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 y'all, y'all got, y'all got, what's, what's y'all point guard name? Jalen Brunson. Oh, got his name. Brunson, Bro, him, and and him, him, him and B will be so <laughs> deadly in a pick and roll. Right. But, and, but you can, then, and, if, and you if, can dump it down. But if we don't trade nobody, we could get D. Mitch for nothing, because he's not going to resign with Cleveland. That's that's true. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, Jack, cause, Jack, draft- Jack, cause James Harden want to be an Onyx in Houston. So. Yeah. Let that go. It's going to be but interesting. I, I, I think we just got to pull the trigger to your point, and then we'll be a okay. We just. I don't think Phoenix is going to be as good as everybody I think they are, bro. I think they got a good piece in that trade, but yeah, I don't think they're going to be as crazy yeah. as team. Well, they they definitely did good in that trade. Yeah. What point guard did they get? Me? Yeah. Bradley Bill ain't going to be the point guard. Oh, guard. Bill. Oh, yeah, I forgot they have Bill. What about Man, the Clippers? Man, bro. Clippers got Russell. Russell. They, they, they got to stay healthy. They ain't going to be able to stay healthy. Bro. Well, they have this, to now. Kawhi or Paul George, you can't rush both of them with this new The Suns are, are so top heavy, bro. They 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 have they want they got depth issues. That nigga said they sound really good. Let's uh, let you know everything. Oh, no, that was the Warriors. That was the Warriors. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, well, damn. Well, the Suns should have signed Rudy. Yeah, they need something. 
other than the fucking three stars they got. That ain't enough. I would have just laughed at Rudy Gay talking about the Suns need to sign him now. What type of GM are you? Hey, you ain't lying. Are you right? I wouldn't sign him. Hey, fam, you want to be on an assistant coach? Like, your player days are old, dog. Yeah, he don't need to be on a championship caliber squad. No, he can be on the roster, but he'll be like the 10th man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... um, Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals. What two teams on each side? All right, so on the East, I I think I mean I'm gonna go with the obvious in Celtics and Bucks. I think based on what y'all just told me right now, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, yep. that boy can defend, man, and I could see him especially you know with the vendetta against the Bucks, really coming out and leading their squad is like mentally. He, he gonna guard Dame. He's, he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna guard Dame, and he can shoot. And then you got KP putting in, you know, I don't know what kind of work, you know, what I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But he brings a different element, obviously, to the squad. So I'm going to take the Celtics on that side. And then, you know, Lakers suck because that'll sound real good. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to just Denver. bet on the Suns to take out the Denver this year. I think so. I think, I think they could have their number. I don't think it's – I don't – you know, if I was betting, no, I wouldn't actually well, what bet. what bench? Anything that's the conference finals? It's going to be – No, the no, no. I think the Suns take out five. them, and I think Lakers yeah, take out the Suns. That's, you know, they don't got a bench. They traded their say Lakers. The Lakers got the point. best really squad don't. top to bottom outside of Denver, but I think Denver can be beat, you know. I will put y'all – I will put the Knicks in that conversation if they trade with Joel Embiid. That's not gonna happen. We can be we going to the finals. That's not even not the question. Why? What you mean? Why not doing the season? Trade me, unless, me, unless the only thing the season trades happen that, all the time. The only way I can see it happening is if Harden, like I heard, like Harden is back, but he he doesn't want to be there. So if he forces his way out, and then MB feel like they're not doing nothing, then I can see that happening. I don't know what that nigga want no more, dog. I don't. Trade Harden. I don't know what he want. I was gonna KG say, oh, that's what we're talking about now. Yeah, where James Harden going, bro? Didn't he just lose his contract? He going to, he he going to Houston to honor. They said the rumor was that he lost his contract, but I want to hear him come out and say that because I'm gonna be honest with you, as a person who, like I said, really went to school for journalism, I hate when people be saying I heard this from a source and it's some wild story that no nobody else can confirm, and it's just like the source. Oh, hey, the source be the nigga who worked in the the, the garage at the arena. Come on. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's like, not to say he's lying, but it's like, yo, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, start saying a little more on your source, a little more information. Because yeah, I just felt like that was kind of like, kind of corny to throw hard under the bus with everything that's already going on. Like, bro, like I said, if the GM lied to him about a certain contract, thing like that, yeah, you got to understand why he may be upset. Definitely play ball, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, what, what are we really doing? He about to go out like Kiffy so- D, though. Like, just stop talking, bro. <laughs> just stop. Just take the contract and just get it so- done, bro. That's good money right there, man. Don't mess it up. I, I, hypothetically, if the Knicks got Joy and B, they, they they kept the roster. They just traded some first round picks, right? You get Joy and B, and maybe they find a way to get Tobias Harris with it, a, a wing score. He's not a superstar, but Tobias Harris gives you a good 17, he, 18 points a game. Than Randall? We don't want is Tobias he, Harris. Is he better than Randall? But I don't I'm think he's better bro, than Randall. No, I, I want him playing a three. But I'm saying, look, if you can get an extra 17-point-a-game score with MB, why would you not take that? But what do I have he to give scored. up to get him? Because yeah, Tobias Harris is not cheap. I'm going to have to no, give up. No, uh, th- th- this is the package. A first, second-round pick, and what's the uh the young guy, the young boy, the young guy that you don't like, Try R.J. Yeah. Barrett? He okay. I, I don't think he's going to be a star with the Knicks, though. 
But to buy, that's what I'm saying. If you trade a first round, a second round, and RJ Bear for Jordan B and Tobias Harris, bro, that's a good trade. That's I a for that's the, two. I think the Sixers gonna want more than that, though. We going, gonna yeah, I'm about to say Embiid's contract Joel is ridiculous. Yeah, we need way more money. Than more than all right, all right, all right, fuck it. Two first round picks and RJ. No, nope. they're gonna want like five. They're gonna, need round a, picks. Gonna, lie. they're gonna want another star. They're gonna want, they're gonna want they're more. Want Julius Randle. I don't see gonna take Randall. I would, Julius Randle. Take I would, take I would trade trade RJ and quickly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't resign quickly for a lot of money. Well, bro, y'all already got a defense. I got defense, defensive minded coach. You had Jordan B. That's twenty six points a game, and Tobias Harris is seventeen points a game. Like I, I said, know. he he not. When he got hurt in the playoffs he, he again, though, right? Yeah, B. He might be worse than AD, bro. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think I think that's a I think that's enough scoring to add to that team who struggles scoring because when it came down to it, they, if, if nobody helped Jalen Brunson and Joel and B. Tobias Harris can help him score, especially when in the playoffs when when the, when the game slow down mm-hmm. and you just need a bucket and you yeah. can drop that bitch down to him and tell him to go to work, or you can go pick and roll with him and, and Brunson. And Tobias Harris can spot, bro. He is not a bad player. Give me a 16, 17 point a game score on my team anytime. He don't as long as he's the third or fourth best player, you good. I respect it. So I will say this going back to the original question. Last four and, and who's two in the east? Who's the last two in the west? I'm gonna yeah. throw a dark horse. I'm gonna throw a dark horse from the west. And I'm a, I'm picking the Pelicans. If if Zion can stay healthy. <laughs> if they can if he can I, stay I hope, healthy. I hope you're right. They I was think, number one think, last year when he was yeah, healthy. So I before, right, before he got injured. And then he didn't play the rest of the season. But if he can stay healthy and keep his weight down, I think they could be a contender. So you got them versus uh, who possibly I, in the West? I got them versus – I think it's going to come down to the Pelicans and Denver, and Denver and the Lakers. And I don't know about – Phoenix don't got no bench, though. I think Lakers have a better team than them. But, man, they don't even got no what about our East, Ty Burrow, who you think East, East, down East, You know I got to pick my Knicks. The Knicks is going to be right there. We got to be top three. Top three with, with Boston and, and the Bucks. I, I'll give I us top like last three. year. I think we still need he, another move to say you know Eastern Conference Finals, but we definitely here right there. I mean, the move yeah, that they, they got for Joel and B. Y'all gonna disrespect <laughs> Emo Jimmy? What about Emo Jimmy? I like Jimmy, but he, they ain't giving up. The Miami's gonna win a lot. Miami's gonna win a lot. You gotta really give up your whole team for these type of guys. Like I said, that's why it's like you gotta do like how Dame just did with this three man trade. That's the only reason, in my opinion, Portland is still gonna be okay. Cause yeah, these one guys with these crazy contracts. Like look at Jalen Brown. You gotta give up four hundred million. You know what I mean? And you got guys making ten million a year. You are gonna have to give up the whole team, they kids. You know what I mean? The daycare teacher, and then still come back like just to make the money add up. So.
Um, and I hope the Suns take out the Nuggets so we don't gotta face them. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Lakers Celtics, let's do it. Definitely, fellas. Only time to tell. But yeah, just jumping in. Obviously, in the sports world, we're going to see on fire. Last thing, Special Ed. Um, a lot of people who may not know Special Ed, older artist, but he recently went on Drink Champs and he caused a bit of a kerfuffle when he said that NWA's music just pretty much wasn't that good. Um, obviously, fellas, I'm sure, you know, with some West Coast guys, Southern, we're going to have some different opinions. So, one, just what do y'all think of that? Do y'all think him saying it even held any weight? What's y'all take? I'm not a Puerto Rican, so I'm speaking so as you know. Hey, I think uh, he has his own little, <laughs> he got his own culture that he need to be worried about, man. Don't be worrying about this black American culture. No, I'm just saying, uh, you know, I'm on my FBA Tyreek Nasheed right now. <laughs> That's what he would call him a tether and all that. But anyway, I think, um, you know what I'm saying? I think he didn't, he didn't even know what he was talking about. He didn't even really know what he was saying because he went further and said that they kind of caused um that the industry to be negative and they was bringing up gang stuff and bringing up drugs they were speaking on what was going on in the 1980s in los angeles they were painting the picture of what you could see if you were from south central so i just think what he was talking about you know maybe i would say tell me if i'm wrong chart bro the the, the where hip-hop started for in la you know was very gang related and very like protecting the the uh neighborhoods it was kind of like that for New York, but I would say it was more of a party and more of a camaraderie and let's be positive where L.A. was like, nah, we going through some shit and we got to right. talk about this because we about to die. We dying out here. So right. um, I just think like in the 80s, it was just two different eras as far as what they were talking about for New York and L.A. and special ed maybe was just a little bit uneducated about that. Oh yeah, I agree because I mean this is the this is the great thing about hip hop. Like we get different perspectives from different artists around different regions. So when you hear NWA and MCA and Compton's Most Wanted, Ice T and and we get we got to hear how they grew up in you know California, you know back in the eighties and nineties, and and I I think that's what people need to remember. Like whatever region that you're from, and you listen to a, a artist outside of your region, they're going through something different, and it's not going to be the same like how you grew up. So if I grew up in New York, it's, it's going to be different from somebody in the South or somebody on the West Coast. And and especially that, I don't agree with what he said. I think um there wasn't NWA. I didn't look at them as the destruction of hip-hop. That came way later when when hip-hop got too mainstream and it became too corporate. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's when, the, you know, we had greedy labels that wanted to, you know, make a profit out, out, you know, off of our culture. But um they were just telling their story of how they grew up. And, you know, that's how people got to look at it. Man, nobody give a fuck about how special they feel about NWA. <laughs> hey, Who you the got fuck cares? Honda scooters. What do he say? Honda scooters. Shut the fuck that's, up, bro. That's like that's like what is that like, dog? That that's like I'm trying not to be so disrespectful. That's like a role player, right? Say, so who was a role player back in the early 2000s? John Mary. No, nah, he had all star. He made a couple all star. The guy he did make some all star. Nate Robinson. Uh, yeah. Nate Robinson was. No, nah, I like I like Nate. Um, do somebody I don't fuck with. Raja Bell. <laughs> That's like Raja Bell saying something about. Look like he hate too, Raja Bell. <laughs> That's like Raja Bell saying something about Ray Allen or Tracy McGrady or something. Like. 
Nigga, shut up, nigga. Nobody care. You ain't him. Why are you worried about NWA? Worry about niggas on your level. Worry about the rape of Austin, nigga. Well, why I'm you surprised. <laughs> I'm be honest with you, and I'd say this. I was more surprised by the statement because like, you as an older rapper, for you to say that as opposed to like Triborough said, you got like some of these labels now where we all know they paying like these people to, to do more ignorant shit, you know what I mean? And do this, that, and third, and even more evil, malicious, like drilling, you know what I mean? And gang culture and the music. So it's like, for you not to say that about even some of the newer artists, I would have looked at you like, man, he sounds like an old hater, but at least it's accurate as opposed to, you know what I mean? You blaming it all on NWA. It's like, bro, you really look at the content of their music. I don't understand how you could ever think they just incited by it. Like you said, they was talking about what went on. And then after that, yeah, the police had something to say because it was like, all right, there's some truth to what you're saying and you got enough people, you know, round about you. But yeah, all in all, I just think he just came up kind of as an old hater. I think man. he just came up, got his flowers and went home. Man, especially I can't name a song of yours, my nigga. Oh, we're not going to nah. do that to him. We're not going to do that. We, we, Why? He's just trying to do it to NWA? <laughs> I'm no, not no, a traitor, but what if no, I just no. traded a grave no, below? No, boy know the my way to got potato, alligator soup plate. He said some bull. Uh, he, was uh, he said, I'll tell you, when one song you said he had 7,400 scooters. <laughs> Shut the no, f- I ain't even know how to lay scooters. Nah, I'm not lying. Want... He said he has his own island. He, he said he had an island of his very own. This is all from I Got It Made because that is one of my favorite songs. That's the only reason why I could quote it top to bottom. But he was talking about some bullshit. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, y'all niggas want y'all niggas want a pod? Let's pop. Man, I don't give a man, bro. <laughs> you, you not NWA, so pick on somebody your own side, special ed, sir. Uh, Fuck J- look, Jamar saying it. They don't gotta help be held accountable. My co-host don't have to be held accountable. I'm saying that. Fuck all that. Man, don't disrespect NWA like that. The fuck wrong with you? And the dog pound responded. The dog pound was on his ass. Man, like, man, shut up. Man. Hey, shut he up. might get knocked out. He might get knocked out for that. You got to relax, yeah. bro. Very special way. They're all legends. It's a fitting name. Man. Man. <laughs> that was real special of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, ain't no, I don't listen to special ed. Never did. So I don't give a damn. Go yeah. check out the video. Like, like, In fact, put the video on the page. 80s, 90, 2000 vibes. I want to see. I got it made on the page. Hey, yes. it's a iconic, that shit go, that, that iconic video. Gets, I will say that. That shit going to get 2,000 views. <laughs> Classic. Oh, uh, no. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm fucking wrong, man. But yeah, especially, man, you wrong for that shit, bro. You tripping. Hammer was bugged out. But like I said, all the Bring him on the show, please. Please. Definitely a legend. Shout out to all the legends <laughs> of hip hop doing their thing. Like I said, oh, look at y'all. Y'all be a pod pussy, man. Y'all nah, be, nah. Y'all, I want to tell them to his face. They like ask him that too. I would talk to him about that. Like, why did you? You talk like to him. him. I don't want to talk to that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually am a real big fan. I ain't gonna lie. A little bit weird of a fan of uh, Special Ed. He has his. He only has, I think, one dope album. I don't know. I don't know how many albums he got. But the one where I got it made on there. Yeah. Just go check out the video. It is dope. And uh, he has some. He has some skills. He has some punchlines. It was That's expected bit, to me. That'd be no. It was different. like fabulous. It was like fabulous. Vato, or fab, not, not even fab. I was gonna say more like Vado. If a Vado song came on, me and Trapper <laughs> might know it. But if y'all didn't, yeah. I wouldn't be offended or shocked. But yeah, <laughs> bubble gum, bubble gum rapper. <laughs> It's all right, man, man, man. Man, look, man. I, 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 I hear, I hear, I hear y'all, man. I hear y'all. Starburst. I hear y'all, man. Shout out, shout out to NWA, man. Thanks. Big facts. That was that. That that's it. That's it. What, what oh, we yeah, doing? We, we, we done. Man, man, yeah. that was a good. This is a good episode, man. Look, man. Hey, look. Shout out all y'all. So, but first of all, thank y'all for for being here with me. 
being here with us every week, man. That's I, that's, I always appreciate y'all, man, for real. Good help is so hard to find this day, these days, bro. Trust me. Uh, but yeah, shout out y'all socials, all what y'all got coming up, all that good stuff. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Tribo underscore Gigolo. Um, follow my YouTube channel, Daddy Rap Podcast. Got many more uh, live streams I'm doing before the end of the year. Um, I got a, a episode with the RB reps coming up in November, December. Okay. We already shot it. Um, whenever they drop it, just follow them on YouTube, RB reps. Shout out to um Junior and Elise. And stay tuned. We got lots, lots more coming. Hey. Yes, sir. Follow at Lee Boy TV. As also at Child Star Central. Make sure you uh check out the page, follow, and um just just Google how about them cowboys, Lee Boy. We need your support this week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We facing them Niners. Uh so yeah, check out my music videos. I went to the training camp and also I have a little mixtape of us losing. Oh no, no, when we beat the Bucks last year. So a little motivation for all the boy fans. How about them cowboys? Let's go. Y'all can follow me, Real Matt Corbin, on all platforms. Uh, like I said, a bunch of dope videos, commentary, politics, you know, all the dope stuff that we might not even get to do on here all the time. And um, yeah, 80s, 90s, 2000s, Bobby, I make sure y'all follow us everywhere, especially on places like Amp. We are on Reddit. We are literally everywhere. There's no reason you, grandma, and everybody you know shouldn't be tuned in the 80s, 90s, 2000s vibes somewhere. So thank y'all. Appreciate yeah, it. Like, like he said, follow my Amp show. We got an Amp show on Amp, man. 80s, 90s, 2000s, Bob, every Friday night. We do a jam session. Y'all check us out. Follow me on social media on Instagram at Jamar Joseph Jermaine Adam. If you're sensitive, if you're getting your feelings, don't follow me because I, I, I don't got time for that shit. But nah, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. We everywhere, like he said, TikTok everywhere. Whenever but when you listen to these podcasts on platforms like Spotify, Apple, it helps that y'all hit the five star rating, y'all comment, y'all share. Like, that helps when y'all do that. So please do that for us if you rock with us and support us, man. This is 80s, 90s, 2000s podcast. I am Jamal. Bravo. Lee Boy. And Corbin. And we are. Peace.